It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis, medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. This is your Cannabis Radio News for Wednesday, January 4th, 2017. A group of marijuana legalization advocates plan to hand out thousands of joints during President-elect Donald Trump's inauguration. Pro-marijuana organization DCMJ will begin distributing the 4,200 joints at 8 a.m. on January 20th on the west side of DuPont Circle. The participants will then walk to the National Mall. At 4 minutes and 20 seconds into Trump's speech, DCMJ founder Adam Eidinger says protesters will light up. He says the giveaway is legal as long as it's done on District of Columbia land. Those smoking on federal land risk arrest. Eidinger says the group wants to send a message that the federal government should legalize cannabis. Marijuana advocates are concerned about what actions Attorney General nominee Senator Jeff Sessions of Alabama would take on the issue. Sessions has previously spoken out against marijuana legalization. Video broadcast on an NAACP social media site shows police officers have handcuffed and let off several protesters after the group staged a sit-in at an Alabama office of Senator Jeff Sessions, the nominee for U.S. Attorney General. Police were seen removing the demonstrators Tuesday evening from a sit-in at the nominee's office in Montgomery. NAACP President Cornell William Brooks, who took part in the protest, said the group held the demonstration to oppose Sessions' nomination as Attorney General. The civil rights organization broadcast the developments on its Facebook page. The group said it was raising concerns about multiple aspects of Sessions' record, including his prosecution of African-American activists for alleged voting fraud when he was U.S. Attorney. Minor marijuana convictions were wiped from 192 people's records Tuesday when Vermont Governor Pete Shumlin issued pardons to those who he said were still facing stigma and very real struggles that often accompany drug convictions. Shumlin, who leaves office Thursday, had urged people convicted of minor marijuana crimes prior to when the state decriminalized possessions of small amounts of marijuana in 2013 to apply for the pardons. His office received about 450 applications. People with violent criminal histories who applied, or those also convicted of driving under the influence or reckless driving, did not receive pardons. The state of Alaska has received its batch of cannabis tax revenue from the first full month of retail marijuana sales in five stores operating statewide. In November, seven marijuana cultivators paid $81,100 to the Alaska Department of Revenue's tax division, Division Director Ken Alper wrote in an email. About 98 pounds of marijuana bud and 10 pounds of trim, the leaves and stems, were sold wholesale, Alper wrote. Under Alaska law, cultivators pay the state's tax. Bud is taxed at $50 per ounce, and other parts of the plant, like the stems and leaves, are taxed at $15 per ounce. It's now legal to grow Rhode Island hemp. A new law that went into effect January 1st allows people to get a state license to cultivate hemp for clothing, oil, food, fuel, and other commercial products. Lawmakers originally wrote the bill so that members of the Narragansett Indian tribe could grow hemp, but later expanded the language to allow any licensed grower. The legislation was signed into law in July by Democratic Governor Gina Raimondo. It also allows universities to grow hemp for educational and research purposes with the approval of state health officials. 
Governor Asa Hutchinson, the majority of the state legislature, and Arkansas's other top elected officials campaigned vigorously against medical marijuana, and the success of that program's launch now depends on those same officials. There's a tight timeline with an early March deadline to finalize rules and a June 30th deadline to begin accepting applications for dispensaries and cultivation facilities, though lawmakers are weighing whether to give agencies more time. The program also faces a push by some opponents to add new restrictions, including a sales tax on medical pot that one lawmaker says could be used to cut taxes elsewhere. The Colorado Chamber of Commerce has announced the appointment of Laura Harris as the nonprofit's new executive director. Before coming to the chamber, Harris served as head of the Colorado Marijuana Enforcement Division, where she helped create and implement the first recreational marijuana regulatory framework in the United States. This has been your Cannabis Radio News for Wednesday, January 4th, 2017. I'm Russ Belville.